The following is an Investor Brand Network audio production via our audio press release solutions. As a multifaceted financial news and publishing company, Investor Brand Network utilizes its network of more than 5,000 distribution partners as well as other corporate communication tools to introduce public and private companies to a wide audience of investors, consumers, journalists, and the general public. Investor Brand Network's platform connects the investment community with companies that have great potential and a strong dedication to building shareholder value. The following audio press release may feature a client partner of Investor Brand Network. Investor Brand Network may have been compensated for the production of this audio production. Please be sure to read our entire disclaimer for full disclosure. Thank you all for joining us on this interview with Suji. He is a senior research analyst that joined Roth Capital Partners back in July of 2016. And a big part of his focus is on the automotive tech space and the future of driving safety. So Suji, why don't we go ahead and get started with your story? How did your involvement with Roth begin? Yeah, thank you, Jonathan. I just had to read um, some uh, disclaimers first there. Um, my responsibility is that the content of the public appearances certifies that I attest that all the views expressed are my own uh, and um, subject companies and the securities um, on them. We have um, market making and banking relationships with some of the companies I'll be discovering, discussing, including Umbrella, uh, Light, uh, AI, Ava, Indy Semiconductor, Valens, and Arbe. So with that, Jonathan, your question is uh, about uh, how I came to Roth. So I've been covering semiconductors in the technology space for a good, good almost 20 years on the cell side. Um, as a technology um, engineer background, I certainly you know, wanted to take that background and combine it with my other interest, which is financial analysis. So really the marriage of that in the cell side is to take um, the understanding of technology trends and try to find business models that are going to make financial sense for investors and grow into strong cash generating entities. Um, Roth Capital is a platform that fits my personal interests very well in that way. Um, we are looking for, Roth is looking for emerging growth companies. And so emerging growth is what's the next tech trend and how will it trend for investors growth-wise, will it turn into a profitable model, and therefore, and thereby will it be a good investment? And so those are really the things I look for. Roth really is passionate about those things, and so am I, so it's been a great fit, and the five years have been very interesting in finding all kinds of business models and interesting elements, and now Autotech is an area we'll be talking about. Excellent. So for those not familiar with Roth, could you give just a quick overview? Of course. So Roth is a full-service investment bank. Uh, we have analysts in the research and sales and trading floor. We also have the corporate finance side. We try to help emerging growth companies with the, you know, one of the more delicate um, periods of their life, their earlier stages. And, and one of the things that's really interesting about that period in time is we don't quite know yet if they're going to be successful, but there's a analysis process we do to say we think they will be. And then we try to bring investors into the fold to say, you know, believe in these guys, they have a chance because by the time they become successful, it's less it's less critical that an analyst like me pitches them. But in that initial period, there's a lot of trust and belief that has to go in and hard work on our part to say, we've seen five or six companies in the space. This is the one we think is gonna make it. So trying to do that, exercising that muscle and over and over is what Roth comes in and does every day. All of us, it, we're aligned around that from the, from the corporate finance side of helping the companies to the analysts like myself, to the sales and trading folks who talk to investors to try to get the capital in. And then we have, we'll talk about a Roth conference where we bring folks, companies that are emerging to the investors in a very efficient manner. 
and then have them present themselves so we can get the conversation started. Very nice. And what attracted you to the automotive tech and driving safety space? Yeah, so semiconductors, you know, if you want to rewind back, um, in the days of a PC, it was a digital effort. So you had a PC under your desk and a lot of the calculations were ones and zeros. As you move to more of integrating electronics into the outside world, you started to focus on more analog elements, radio frequencies, power management, communications. Quite quickly after that, after you got analog and, 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 and digital semiconductors into the world, you started getting sensing. And sensing was a very challenging uh, thing because information was coming in to sensors, whether it was a camera sensor or, you know, or, or an audio sensor like a microphone or a pressure sensor, touch sensor like on our smartphones. And this continued to complicate the semiconductor electronics um, industry and created challenges that, you know, you're replicating the senses of a human being. So um, we were a far cry from the digital world. So auto tech, if you look at what autos are becoming, they're going from becoming motors with wheels to uh, sentient, if you would, electronic vehicles that have an ability to sense their environment and decide what to do with that. So that brought all of the things that I've been seeing in semiconductors to bear on this challenge. And so to me, auto tech is just a very natural continuum of what I see in electronics from digital to highly analog RF sensing focused and ADAS autonomy is kind of the end game for that effort. And Autotech is moving toward that in a very ambitious way. And it's, 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 it's interesting to help people understand which of the technologies are gonna help cars become more autonomous. Absolutely. So let's talk about some of those companies that you're covering today. Um, anything interesting happening here lately? Well, sure. Lots of interesting things. Um, I, I remember speaking to an executive a few years ago, and um, I asked, what's going to be different about cars in five years? He said, well, the inside of your car is going to feel like your living room, which was fascinating at the time. You know, obviously, you just listen to a radio, right? If four people have TVs and they're watching on-demand video in the car, that's fascinating. It's further interesting if that's the driver can do that as well because the car is driving itself, right? So when you talk about interesting things, the car is becoming smarter and able to navigate and drive for you. You can do more things interesting in the car, and you can also use communications technology to order ahead to a Starbucks or a McDonald's from the car because it would know where you are. So all of that's happening, right? And so that's that's why the car is becoming a more interesting platform uh, from an electronics and digital perspective. Very specifically to your question, um, in order for the car to know what to do on its own without the driver, it needs to have very good sensing capabilities. We use those when we drive. You know, we struggle in a on a on a foggy day to see what's going on ahead of us, these sensors have to have be, be that, have that function for us. So we've seen cameras initially, companies like Mobileye, companies like Tesla came to market and tried to bring autonomy to the market earlier, leveraging cameras heavily. Lots of cameras, lots of sensing. There is a chance now for additional sensors that can bring different um, modalities to the, to the autom autom automotive um, platform that can help. Radar is a great example of that. LiDAR is a light version of radar, and then ultrasound, all these elements can help, and also the processing of all that information to come up with a perception and then decision. So these are some of the trends we're seeing. So are there any other trends that you're seeing here in the moment? I'm glad you asked, actually, because a lot of the focus in the media has been on the external facing sensors, LiDAR, a lot of talk, but really there's almost a loop here going on. Along with sensors that are outward looking, the car is having more and more display 
and information activity and kind of communications activity in the car itself. So when I said the car is starting to feel more like a living room, that implies more processing, more connectivity in the car that has to be feel more like a communications device than of old when it was a motor control device. So you're seeing um, processing in the car that has to be much more sensitive to very fast data flows needed for cars. And you also need the kind of connectivity silicon that allows very fast data movement from sensors into displays so that users can leverage that information. So a lot going on in the car, as well as the sensors at the fringe looking out. So all those trends are happening simultaneously as we move obviously toward electronic vehicles, EV. And it's worth noting that because companies are cutting over to EV platforms, they are doing a redesign of all of their electronics. So it's a, it's a once in a 10, 20 year sort of uh, shift happening right now, which is an opportunity for all these companies. That's incredible. Yeah, very exciting yeah. times ahead for sure. So we do have a big Roth conference coming up. Uh, yep. What all do you think investors can expect? Sure. So, you know, as I said, I mean, we, we have a new issue track. And um, I just wanted to quote some of the numbers here that my, 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 my senior manager, Byron Roth, has been talking about. There were 1,500 uh, new companies um, that came onto the exchanges in 2020 and 21. It's, it's, it's an unprecedented number. And so um, the investors really have to kind of sift through all these companies and try to discern which ones are the ones they should be spending their very precious time on. So we take it upon ourselves to help them filter that list. And so we've brought a new issue track to the Roth conference where we're going to present a handful. And I say a handful, it's somewhere in the 70 to 80 range of names that we think are ones you should focus in on. Because with, this, with the, the fundraising phenomenon in 2021 and 20 of SPACs, a lot of companies got funding and perhaps some you know, got it aggressively and some were very good and just got put into that same basket. So we wanna help investors um, get through that list of SPACs and say, here's the ones that have legs really. And that's kind of the exciting part, along with just the fact that we're having a live Roth conference again after two years, you know, which will be exciting to be. It's one of our favorite events. You know, Roth has such uh, longevity to its business model. This is our 34th Roth conference. So it speaks to Byron Roth and the firm and how well they've designed our business model. And so we just like to bring emerging growth companies to investors and enjoy it in Laguna Niguel and it'll be face to face again, which is fantastic. No doubt. We've really enjoyed attending the last 12 years and we'll certainly be providing live coverage for everyone who can be there in person. Uh, but Suji, thank you so much for joining us on this podcast interview. Your amazing insights are much appreciated and I can't wait to see you all next month at the 34th Annual Rock Conference. It should be fun, Jonathan. Thanks for having me. Not a problem, sir. Take care. Bye-bye. This audio press release is an original broadcast provided by Investor Brand Network, a multifaceted financial news and publishing company that delivers a new generation of corporate communication solutions, including news aggregation and syndication, social communication, and brand awareness tools. Investor Brand Network may receive payments for the services and solutions provided to its client partners. You should assume that the owners, officers, and directors of Investor Brand Network or financial analysts mentioned in this audio production may hold a position in and may intend to trade the securities on their own accounts. This audio production is not an offer or recommendation to buy or sell any securities mentioned in this audio production. The information in this broadcast is presented solely for informative purposes and is not intended to be or should it be construed as investment advice. As in all investments, investment in the featured companies carries an investment risk. 
listeners should review the company thoroughly with a registered investment advisor or registered stockbroker. This audio production by Investor Brands Network is not purported to be a complete study of the featured company or other companies mentioned. Information used and statements of fact have been obtained from featured companies and other sources but not verified nor guaranteed by Investor Brand Network as to completeness or accuracy. Such information is subject to change without notice. Please see our full disclaimers and disclosures at InvestorBrandNetwork.com.